Hello, you beauts. Welcome back. Cooey. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever because it has been forever. It's literally been weeks. We had a couple of weeks off potty episodes on Magic From Within because some exciting stuff has been happening over on my Instagram. If you already follow me over on Instagram, you'll know what the exciting stuff has been all about. If you don't follow me, it's at Abby Elizabeth Hilton. Come on over and join the family. Would love to see your beaut face over there. I'm pretty active on my Instagram. Share more magic, share more juice, share my life over here in Bali. So if you fancy some Bali goodness, then head on over. Would love to have you over there. So yeah, if you already follow me, you'll know the excitement. You'll know what launched last month in August. How is it September, by the way, already? Like, what? Crazy. I've now been over here in Bali for eight months. And wow, I was just reflecting just today, like, wow, eight months. And what an eight months it's been. It's been literally a roller coaster journey. So much growth. Growth beyond what I... I, <laughs> I didn't even realise it was possible to grow this much. It's been achy. You know when you get growing pains? <laughs> it's been exhausting and achy and quite painful because growth is not just a linear process. Like growth expands you to the point of feeling like you're going to pop. Growth is so challenging. Once you start on this growth journey, like it it allows such magic and alignment and abundance to come into your life, but you've got to get over the the kind of speed bumps in order to get there. And most people give up because it scares them too much and Oh, the real magic comes when you just persevere and you trust and surrender and just know that the universe has got you, the universe is guiding you and yeah, you let go of the control and that's exactly what's happened and it's just so exciting, like everything's just falling into alignment now, the launch happened last month, I'm working with the most incredible soul aligned women and it just actually lights me up, like my soul is fully ignited, I'm just like wow, so much energy and I just know it's just going to continue rippling and building and this momentum is just glorious and exciting and all of the things and I'm excited to extend the invitation over here on the podcast because all of you buttes who listen to Magic From Within don't even know this. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you don't even know what's launched because we've been super quiet on here the past couple of weeks. So I'm just so excited to share this with you buttes and... So excited for those of you who are ready to say yes to the, yourself, ready to allow yourself to have this, ready to go on this growth journey and have someone hold you on this growth journey, this expansion journey, this full transformation journey. So I'm going to do a cheeky drum roll without a drum. I'm just going to do like a leg slap. Let's hope you can hear that down the mic. <laughs> That's a very poor, uh, unenthusiastic leg slap. What even is that? Okay, let's just chest slap instead. <laughs> so Reclaim Your Power has officially launched. It launched last month and I'm opening up the extended invitation to you buttes. It's an exclusive invitation for all of you buttes who listen on here. Magic From Within has launched and there's two additional spots that are open for all of you buttes exclusively who listen to Magic From Within podcast, which is just so exciting. And uh, Reclaim Your Power is a one-to-one coaching container, a three-month one-to-one coaching container where you'll be working with me for over the three-month period for 
a transformational journey. This is for you if you are ready to step into that next level you. If you are ready to overcome those limiting beliefs that have been holding you back for so long. If you're ready to say bye to Felicia, bye to that inner critic that has been controlling your life for way too long. All of those bullshit narratives, all of those stories, as we know, Magic From Within within listeners know, that's literally all they are. They're bullshit stories that we create over time as a result of past experiences. If you're ready to dive deep into those and start, start dissolving them, start letting go of them so you can step into that goddess vibe, step into that power, step into that higher self that is already there, just waiting to be unlocked and uncovered and released. If you're ready for that expansion and that growth, then Reclaim Your Power is for you. Get clear on your vision, get clear on the life that you want to create, this dream life, this desire-led life, and start taking the aligned action to allow you to get yet there. Because here's the thing, a massive part of the manifestation process is actually knowing what it is that you want to create in this world. Whether it's a business, whether it's quitting your nine to five, whether it's actually getting a, a, a pay rise within the current role that you're in. Actually having the vision and the goal set is a massive part of the manifestation process. And then aligning with that, getting into the energy of that and, and knowing that you have this abundance mindset. All we need to do is just shift that narrative that is holding you back. And I'll be there guiding you on this magical journey, this expansive journey over the next three months, which is just oh, going to be so powerful. So all it takes is you to find the courage to take the leap and I'll be there ready to catch you. And I'm just excited. I'm absolutely just so excited to hold space for you and guide more of you incredible women on this journey. So there's two spots that are opened up to Magic From Within uh, listeners. I was going to say viewers then, but I'm like, there's no viewing. There's listening. The listeners, not viewers. We ain't on a TV show here. <laughs> there's two spots that are officially opened over September. If you're listening to this, September 2021. And I would love to have you there. If you've got any questions about uh, Reclaim Your Power, all you need to do is drop me a message over on Instagram. I'll put all of the links in the bio for more information that, over on my website as well. I'll put my website... Um, link. It is but uh, an application only process because I am only looking to work with the women who feel truly aligned. The women who have this energetic alignment with me as a coach and that just makes the whole process even more expansive and even more magical. So if this sounds like you, if you resonate with anything that I've said here on the podcast episode today, then I really encourage you to listen into that inner voice listen into that little voice she's there to guide you she's letting you know that you are ready for this that now is your time so if you're ready to take the leap i'm here to catch you and i'm so excited and i'll see you on the inside let's make the last four months of 2021 your time to shine okay so let's jump into this week's episode the first episode back after a couple of weeks off and I'm just so excited to share this episode with you buttes we've got another amazing incredible knowledgeable powerful woman on today's episode and let's just dive in let's dive into the magic hello you buttes welcome back to magic from within podcast 
oh my goodness, have I got a podcast episode for you, Beauts, today. I have got an amazing, incredible, powerful woman on this podcast episode. And before I let her start sharing her journey, her story, her message, her wisdom, her amazingness, I must introduce how we actually connected. Um, So I've got the beautiful Amanda on the podcast episode today. And Amanda and I haven't actually met in person, which is so crazy because I literally feel like I've known her forever. And we actually have known each other for a long time. And I'm sure that'll probably come up in the podcast episode today. Um, We actually connected through social media because we were both involved in a network marketing company. And we connected probably about two years ago now. And honestly, you know, when you just meet someone and you connect with them and then you just continue that connection and it just evolves. And I have watched this incredible woman grow, evolve, awaken, truly reclaim her power and step into her power. And it's just been absolutely magical. And she inspires me so, so much. Um, And I am just honored that she's coming onto this podcast episode today and giving up her time because she is incredible. And I know this is going to be her first time sharing her story openly. And I'm just so excited and honored that Magic From Within is the space for her to do that. So Amanda, would you like to pop on and say hello? I am just, yeah, so, so grateful that you're here today. So grateful for you. So excited for you to be here. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. I'm crying. (laughs) That was so nice. I feel like, girl, it's because it's all true and you deserve it. You you so deserve it. It's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. I was, yeah, really uh, chuffed when you asked me to come on and share my story. And yeah, I'm very grateful. So thank you. You're so welcome. And thank you for giving up the time, like I say. Can you believe it's been like two years of us connecting through social media? We've not actually met in person. And it literally (laughs) feels like I've known you forever. I know it's crazy isn't it it's um I know I feel like we've been friends for so long and we haven't physically been in the presence of each other but um yeah I love social media for that because it's um created some beautiful friendships of yeah like-minded women and yeah I just love watching your story as well and how you've evolved and grown from when you moved I think you just moved to Melbourne when we started connecting didn't you yeah, yeah, it hadn't been too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh, back in the Melbourne days, yeah, because you were still in, you were still in, Mel- you you hadn't moved to Queensland yet, had you? No, no, I was. I think when we started connecting, I was pregnant with Frankie, my third baby. I think that's when, yeah, because that's when I started New Skin, and um, when I was pregnant with my third, and yeah, we started connecting then when I was in Melbourne with New Skin, yeah. Oh my gosh and I just it, it's just such a powerful reminder that when you know that connection with someone it's just so deep so quickly isn't it and it's on yeah. a, it's definitely on another level of just the human level it's got to be it's just that beautiful reminder and I know you'll probably dive into this in the podcast episode Amanda yeah. I would so love to start off with your story your journey your awakening um yeah. I know you are truly stepping into your spiritual coaching mentor guidance now and it's just I feel like it's what the world needs right now 
I feel like there's so many more people who are open and more conscious and more aware and more awake. Um, and what you're doing is just is so needed and so powerful and so exciting. And I'd love for you to share the journey of how you've got to where you are today. Because like I said in the little introduction there, I met you when you were, yeah, you were doing all your makeup artist work. You were with yeah. in the network marketing company and now seeing what you're offering, you know, you're doing your Reiki, your bars of access consciousness, your Oracle and tarot readings, your meditation circles. You've got your six week coaching program, which will, I'm so excited to dive into all of those things. <laughs> but how have you got from, you know, doing your makeup and um, in like network marketing and then to where you are here today. I'm so excited to hear that. Oh, wow. It's it's actually a very, um, it's a long story because it started, so my spiritual my spirituality always started from when I was a baby. So I was brought, brought up in a Catholic home mm -hmm. and um, we went to church a lot and I've always been obsessed with spirituality, religion and Jesus and just questioning everything and I was always a very curious little girl and um, I was raised very like you know my family had a very simple life we grew up in Melbourne so I actually realized that we had six generations of family from Melbourne so I think my family came on the first fleet like that's how long wow. everyone's been in Melbourne it's yeah. um so we've all lived in Melbourne. No one's really moved around and everyone kind of just, you know, stayed put. We didn't go on holidays as kids. Um, so I felt like I was in this little box and um, I was very wild as a kid and I was very curious about everything and I just wanted to explode from the box. And um, as a kid, like growing up in Catholic school, um, you know, I would start doing witchcraft and stuff with my girlfriends <laughs> at the age of like 10 and 11. Um, do you remember that movie, The Craft? Yeah. That and 90s film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you remember like Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Was, was that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like my friends and I were obsessed with all of that kind of stuff. And um, my grandmother was a pagan witch. And um, she taught me about spells and witchcraft and crystals. <laughs> yeah, so um, I kind of took all her teachings and I took it to school, into Catholic school. <laughs> and, um, you know, my friends and I would just have fun dabbling in spells and stuff. And I was always very connected to spirit as a kid. Um, but I questioned everything. Like my priest didn't really like me because I would question everything and um, I had a very big imagination. So I would, um, even like thinking back now, I didn't realise what I was doing at the time, but thinking back when I had traumatic experiences as a child, I would take myself out in the garden and go into other dimensions and kind of play with mystical creatures. And um, my nan just used to say I had this huge imagination because I'd be talking to the trees and, you know, just... Um, yeah, that was how I coped with things. Like I would take myself into the astral, but I didn't even realise I was doing it. It was like I didn't want to be grounded for some reason. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the, yeah, my childhood, I was very spiritual and then I kind of lost my way like leading into high school. 
um, I didn't connect to spirit at all and I got into drugs and alcohol. I was very rebellious and um, I felt like I never felt like I fitted in anywhere. Like there was always more. I felt like I was, like I said, in this little box and I was being controlled and told I couldn't do this, couldn't do that. And I had to live this life that was kind of like mapped out for me and I just didn't fit in. And so I kind of, you know, used those things to cope, um, you know, as a, as a teenager. And then I met my husband during, like during the party scene because I got into that scene. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I met my husband and then it wasn't until I had my daughter, so that was seven years ago, I had my first spiritual awakening and I kind of found God again um, when I was pregnant and I've realised that as women, we, when we are pregnant or even when we've, we've got our period and we're, um, you know, we're pregnant or even postnatal, we're very connected to spirit. It's like the veils are the thinnest they can be when you're pregnant because you're literally the portal of life and you're giving birth. So it's like that connection to source is so strong. And I was like, yeah, really wanting to, I don't know, I was questioning everything. I went back to church after I had her and then um, very spiritual again. But then it wasn't until I was pregnant with Frankie. So, yeah, after my daughter, sorry, I got into makeup. I thought I'm going to do something that I love doing, love being creative. I'm sick of working for other people, wasn't happy, you know, in the nine-to-five job um, working um, in the city and I just, I just didn't feel like I fitted in there and I didn't enjoy the work. Um, but I did love, I love being creative um, and I loved making women feel beautiful. Um, it just, you know, it brought so much joy to me. Like it wasn't even about the money. I was just so in my element, just making women feel beautiful. So I created Belle of the Bay, which is my makeup business. And then I, um, I didn't go back to work. So I was a full-time stay-at-home mum. And then I, I thought, look, I really don't want to go back to work. And that's when I kind of got onto new skin. And that's how we connected through Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I started doing that for a bit and then I got pregnant. So I had Leo, my middle child, and then I got pregnant with Frankie, the last baby. And this was when it just rocked my world. Like, oh, it was. Um, so I was doing new skin. I was pregnant with Frankie and then my nan passed away. So um and I all oh, I get I'm getting a bit croaky <laughs> because it's still like it was th- it was three and a half years ago, but it was a really dark time, mm-hmm. like really, really dark. And um, yeah, so I was literally I was about to give birth to life, and I was losing another life, and I started to like question everything again. And I thought there's got to be more to this. Like I I just felt my purpose was really strong, but I couldn't work out what it was. And um, when she died, I suffered from like severe depression, like really, really bad. And I was um, suicidal. Like I was really not in a good way. And 
then I had Frankie and it just rocked my world, like everything. So I was thinking about spiritual awakenings, right? So my, so I've had a few spiritual awakenings, but it wasn't until, so when I had Frankie, that, that just rocked me so much. And I thought, what is it? Like the doctors are saying you've got postnatal depression. I'm like, I don't think I do. Like, I think that it was just me wanting to connect to spirit. Like I had this, this feeling I couldn't explain. And um, yeah, so I, I started like doing a little bit more like tarot cards and getting into my crystals and doing all of that stuff and connecting to my nan because she would come to me in my dreams. And I started remembering past lives. And I'm like, what? Like all these faces would come towards me and my clairvoyancy was coming through and all of my psychic abilities were coming out like after I had Frankie. And I knew I had it as a kid, but I shut it off so to fit in because um, I didn't fit in ever. So that's why I did, you know, alcohol and drugs and stuff. Um, yeah, so when, yeah, my nan passed, um, that was a, it was a huge spiritual awakening. Like I hit rock bottom and that's when I started like dabbling into a few things like connecting more to spirit and stuff. Not so much religion anymore, but I was... Um, looking into all different types of religion, um, you know, kind of um, channeling and all of that kind of stuff. And I did, um, what else did I, oh, I did the bars then. So I did bars access consciousness. And that's where I met my friend, Beck, who, um, oh, hang on, sorry, before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Going back again. Yeah. Um, so after I had Frankie hit rock bottom, I'm sitting in Melbourne in my house. Um, we lived in Altona and um, it was a tiny little home and it was freezing cold because I had Frankie in the middle of winter. And I'm like, what is, what am I doing here? And I had this, this might sound crazy, but it was like this push. It was like I knew what was coming and I had to get out of there. Like I had signs from the universe. I had feathers dropping everywhere. I'm like, what's going on? Um, I just, I felt goosebumps. Like I'm, I'm thinking I've got to go, I've got to leave. Um, and my whole family thought I was mad because no one has ever done anything crazy like that. And we had the three young kids. So Frankie was only one, Leo was two and Adeline was four. Um, so there was so little and, um, yeah, we didn't know. We didn't even know the Sunshine Coast, but I said to my husband, we've got to go there. And he was like really hesitant because he was um, in a very good paying job in Melbourne. It was very secure and no one ever jumped outside of their comfort zones. Everyone did, you know, the day-to-day thing. And um, yeah, so I'm like, you know, just trust. Just I kept saying to him, look, I can't see the end destination, but I know this is where my soul belongs. We belong there. Just trust and surrender. Like we have to do this. So anyway, we did it, which was a huge thing. My family weren't too happy <laughs> because it meant that they, um, you know, couldn't see the kids as often. Um, but yeah, we we came up here and. Um, Oh yeah, COVID started not long after we had moved up and I knew that it was coming. I actually knew like I had this, um, my Claire, my Claire sentience and my Claire cognizance and all of my Claire's started coming through and I had these 
I had this gut feeling that something big was happening and I couldn't I couldn't um work out what it was but um it was when it started I I also again I hit rock bottom I went through darkness and then I had another awakening and but this awakening was like no other awakening (laughs) this awakening was like I questioned everything I put in my body. I questioned what I put on my skin. I changed all my cosmetics to mineral, organic, cruelty-free, vegan. I became vegetarian. I didn't want to eat any meat that I could feel energy from. Like I was super, super sensitive to energies. And, um, yeah, I I hit rock bottom. My whole life changed. Like I couldn't. It was like I realised I was so programmed and conditioned my whole entire life and I was, I was having to rip away veils every day and it was like my awakening was on speed. It was like the universe <laughs> pushed a button and said, Amanda has to do this now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was on, it was very, very quick, um, my ascension. and. Um, I started, you know, questioning everything again. I felt very lonely, like I did as a kid. Things were coming back to me. And I met my friend, Beck, who does the Bars Access Consciousness on the Sunshine Coast. And, um, yeah, she kind of, like, introduced me to a new world of living, Um, you know, just consciously, like a different sense of consciousness. Um, So, yeah, like my friends started changing because when you start doing the soul work and you, you know, you're doing all of this um, internal stuff, the external changes dramatically, it's like your vibration is completely different. So everyone kind of that doesn't know, no longer serves you kind of vibrates away. And then the ones that do, they vibrate towards you. And it's, it's really interesting how that works. Um. Yeah, so then I got into bars and um, then after that I did Reiki and then, um, yeah, I did my Reiki level one and then which is all about energy protection and just being aware of energy and stuff. And then I took myself away because, I, you know, I went through another awakening. I was going through a dark period. So... I went on a retreat by myself away from my kids and that was um, two nights away alone um, because I my life's hectic, like with the kids and, you know, I'm doing makeup and, you know, trying to be a mum and trying to be a housewife and I've got all these different hats. Um, I wanted to really slow down my mind from the distractions and just connect back within and listen to the messages that the divine had for me. And I went away and it was like so clear what I had to do. The messages were from my guides. They were like, you have to do this work. This is your, I'm I'm already getting emotional because I actually feel it in my soul, in my body, that this is my purpose. And they told me that I had to do this work and they've pushed me and I haven't even been ready. I'm like, slow down (laughs) but they've they've pushed me into it and um the the name alchemy came up in my dreams just the word alchemy and I'm like what does that mean I didn't even know like you know what was that and then um I realized that 
um, al is an Egyptian word, al, and then um, chem is chemistry. So alchemy together is like the transformation of a, of a soul, of an individual, or it's like turning liquid into gold. So, um, yeah, I felt like I had to use that name. And then um, I did Reiki level two and I was just, um, yeah, it's just been like this, this huge fast forward ascension that's been wild <laughs> and that's where light of alchemy was born and that's what that's your business to this day which is just so incredible and yeah Amanda I just want to say I think you you are so brave that is the one word that comes up for me well there's so many words that I could use to describe <laughs> you but just from hearing that journey and that story and hearing you talk is bravery it's bravery. Every single part, every single step of your life, you've just trusted, you've fully trusted that what the messages that you were getting or the things that may have not been the norm, mm. you had to trust that and you had to be brave enough to follow that. And I think yeah. so many, so many women who listen to my podcast are in the nine to five and they think, you know, they have this knowing that they want to do more or they, they have this knowing that they're here for a reason, but they're so stuck mm. in that thinking that that conditioning of we're just the nine to five and that's all there is. And yeah, it can be terrifying. It can be absolutely terrifying taking those steps. So I just want to say like, you are so brave and it's incredible. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you've shared such so deeply your story and your journey. Cause I could, I was getting goosebumps. I was <laughs> through, um, through the screen I wish I was sat next to you. <laughs> we're in completely different places we're in Australia I'm over here in Bali so when I'm, I'm going to be able to get over to Australia again because oh you know corona yeah um but yeah bravery just just came up on on, on every stage there and um I really I've, I've wrote down some things because as you were speaking I was just like oh my gosh I want to dive into that and I want to dive into that and for so many of the women who I know you you'll be working with and who will be listening right now, I think trusting your intuition and that guidance and surrendering to the universe is something that's so scary. Um, mm. I know myself, like I have gone through a huge awakening since being here in Bali. And I know my mind tries to take over so many times, tries to understand, tries to make sense. Literally just before we started recording, I, I shared with you, um, oh, can we get a definition for this? Or can we get a description for this? <laughs> yeah. We were laughing, weren't we? Because I said, oh, that's just yeah. the, that society norm that we constantly strive for a description or a, 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 an understanding, a definition. And sometimes yeah. we can't provide that, can we? We just have to fully trust and surrender that the universe has got our back and that was so supported if you're if you you know you're not connected to your spirit guides they're there and they're there to to guide you and connect with you are you able to mm. share any advice from your journey or from your experience of how we can let go of the ties a, a little bit more how we can let go of the control a little bit more because I know it's something that I personally struggle with so much and it's and it's something that so many of the beauts listening struggle with too would you be open to sharing mm. some advice on that? Yes, definitely. So um, recently I have started realising that I am living a completely different reality to, say, what I was in the past, like three years ago. Um, 
And a lot of people are still living this reality, which I call the 3D reality. And I feel like I live most of my life in the 5D reality. Have you heard of those terms before? Uh, briefly, I've never talked about it on the podcast episode before, so it'd be amazing for you to, to dive into that 3D, 5D. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Um, so it's, it's frequency. So the 3D way of living is it's all about, you know, we're, we're controlled. Um, we've got those limiting beliefs. Um, we're programmed. We, um, we're conditioned to, we've got all of these beliefs, a belief system that's not real. And we live in our head and we try to analyze everything. We try to put our logical brain to work out, but how does that work? We need science. We need facts. We've got to work it out. But the 5D is just trusting and living as like, you know, unity, um, full of love. It's a love vibration. It's, um, you know, being sovereign, breaking free of controlling and conditioning and finding your, finding yourself again. So remembering who you are and remembering your, your, um, your purpose on the planet, really. So there's two different realities and the 3D is very tunnel vision and the 5D is more trusting and um, more flowing through. It's just, it's just a completely different way of living. Um, so it's more of the flow energy and the 3D is more controlled. So um, I think once you realise that you're in the 3D, you think, hmm, do I want to be here? Do I want to be in the 3D? Because we're, we're going through a huge time on the planet right now where there's a lot of people, you know, waking up and there's a lot of ascension, which is, you know, ascending into the fifth dimension. A lot of people are breaking free of programming and they're finding their inner power. They're finding their psychic abilities, which have always been there, but we've been told by the media or by you know society that we're not good enough um they like to keep us small um so it's about yeah breaking free of that and just trusting and letting go and like I was saying before like not you, you know you might not have that you might not know the end destination it, you might not be able to see it like with your logical brain but just know that you're guided and you're you're on the right path and just trusting. That's so beautiful. Yeah. That's so beautiful because we are, we're so supported, aren't we, Amanda? We're so supported. And it's that knowing and that, well, not even knowing, it's just the trusting of that. And yeah, but they're about the belief systems. Like a lot of our, I share a lot about beliefs and limiting beliefs and um, how we have formed those. A lot of them have come from our childhood and yeah. um, even school, you know, through school. Mm. And my background is a teacher. So any teachers listening, I, I salute you because I understand that we are controlled by the curriculum in what we can teach. Mm. So, so many teachers out there want to share different things in school. They want to be able to do different things, but they're not necessarily allowed to because of the, because of the curriculum that we're given to by government um mm. but my in in school we are taught very much to be in our minds aren't we constantly analyzing constantly understanding constantly yep. learning and then regurgitating learning for our tests 
And then yeah. um, it's just this constant cycle and the, and the beliefs that we hold from our childhood then can impact how we move through life. And how, how can, I, I know through your work as well, there's mm-hmm. beliefs that we hold, not just in this lifetime, there's also a layer of beliefs that we can hold through our past lives as well. Um, yes. I'd love for you to explore a little bit more about that because I know a really amazing start is on this journey, on this growth journey, is let go, letting go of the beliefs that we hold in, in this human experience. Because if you're mm. wanting to get out of your nine to five job, but you're constantly telling yourself you're not good enough to do that or um, you're not confident enough to do that or mm. it's not it's not possible. I think that's a big one for most of the beauties that listen in. They're like, it's just not possible for me. Everyone else is just really confident or everyone else is just um, really lucky. They've got this life that they want to live um, this freedom and as mm. we know freedom comes so much more than the outside external world it really truly comes from within um, mm. so once we've started to move through these beliefs and we start on this journey of actual freedom and living and creating what we truly want to create the life that we truly want to create this this dream life as I like to put it um, could you explore a little bit about the um beliefs that we can hold on a past life level and and what that even yeah yeah for sure so um I just wanted to say as well like when you were talking about all of that um victim mode is what I used to live in constantly yes please dive into that yes because yeah a lot of us do yeah yeah hold that as well definitely yeah why is this happening to me not instead of yeah instead of why is this happening for me? What positive yeah. out of this and why is this happening for me? It's like, why is this always happening to me? Why am I stuck in this nine to five job? Why am I stuck in, in this yeah. life? Yeah, victim mentality. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, it. definitely. Yeah, because like we compare, like that's another part of programming as well. Like we, you know, we're not, um, we're always outsourcing. We're not looking within and we're comparing ourselves constantly to what other people have got, materialistic things and, you know, um, it's like, I mean, when I was living in Melbourne, I felt that um, there was a lot of, can I say it? I mean, I love Melbourne, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) And I felt like, I felt like there was a lot of competition and I don't know, maybe that's just where I was at when I was living there. I was, I was in the victim mode a lot and I would compare myself to, oh, you know, um, Joe Blow down the road, he's got, you know, a lot of money and his family gave him all that money. So he's better off than me and he's got it good and I've got it bad and can't just always comparing um, and never looking within. I was always like looking at what everyone else had and just sitting, sitting in that yucky energy. Like it's a really low vibration. It's not nice. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the victim mode, um, but it's it's right you're right 100 percent. like it is a soul contracts and karmic lessons that we're undoing in this lifetime um this lifetime is very important you know where we're um we're kind of all doing the soul work well a lot of us are doing the soul work um there yeah we're we're kind of undoing these soul contracts and karmic patterns that we've had for 
many, many lives. Amanda, what what yeah. is a karmic contract? What is a, what could you explain? So, that? Yeah, so like um, for example, like so have you heard of like karma? Yes, karma? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's gonna get karma, she's bad yeah. karma. Yeah, so karma, karmic is um so like just say in a past life you um you didn't learn the lesson mm-hmm. so it just you know you keep doing the same thing over and over again and you don't you go into the victim mode and you don't self-reflect and you just kind of in your ego all the time and you don't learn the lesson so it's a karmic cycle yeah and it just keeps going around and around and when you incarnate it's still there like it's in your soul dna like it's it's um still lingering on and um, so karmic lessons, soul, soul contracts is very similar as well. So we've got a contract from a past life that, um, you know, we've had to, um, for example, meet this person in this lifetime to kind of undo something from a past life, you know. So it's, it's um, lessons from other lives that we're bringing into this life yeah yeah and, and that also does that also align with like um your purpose this inner knowing that because I, I know I've always got this itch this knowing and I know you're similar that we've we've got this mission it's like this mission that we're on and we mm. and we're here for a reason and yeah it's like it's like just inside of us and it's this knowing does that does that come with 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 the soul purpose as well Yes, definitely. Yeah. So 100%. So Abby, when I did your Reiki, you were a healer. Oh my gosh. Life. Girl, we need to dive into that. Yeah. That <laughs> was mind blowing. Um, I know <laughs> I broke down here about d- diving into, because I'd love to, to dive. Oh my God, there's so much to dive yeah. into. <laughs> yeah, so, just so much wisdom, so much knowledge. And I know the people are going to be just like, oh my gosh, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> right mute. all of amanda's information is going to be in the bio of this podcast episode so you'll you'll have access to her instagram and her website and everything like that um but um okay the reiki session i've experienced reiki sessions before and my first ever reiki session was back in um melbourne last year and it was an online one and it was through zoom and then my other reiki experiences have been over here in bali so in person so um, a couple of weeks ago, when we knew we were recording this podcast episode, Amanda most kindly said, um, I'd love to do a Reiki session on you, Abby. So then you've actually experienced my work. And I was like, girl, I would absolutely love that because I know how powerful you are anyway. And like, I just, I, I'm <laughs> so inspired by your work and I thought it would be incredible to actually experience it too. Oh my gosh, there's a butterfly just literally. Oh, wow. Seriously, Amanda. Oh my God, and it's huge as well. Of course, of course. Oh, wow. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I had this Reiki session with you, didn't I, Amanda? And beauts, oh my gosh, if you've never had a Reiki session done before, you need to get onto Amanda's web- website ASAP and lock yourself on in because it was it was so special and it was not like a, a Reiki session that I've had ever before. It was, it felt like, it, like I can't even, it was more connected. I felt like I got guidance as well as energy healing as well as messages like it was it was powerful so powerful and um yes please please oh my god what were you gonna say about my my reiki yeah Um, well you you were a healer in a past life so you had done all of this work and um you were 
I can't I can't really remember because I've, I've got the recording since then yeah yeah, yeah I've but got the recording yeah. listen back to it listen back to it honestly boots if, like please go and lock yourself in for a Reiki session with Amanda because like it's next level and and all of her work is next level um but like obviously I experienced the Reiki session and it was just mind-blowing like the connection how how do you set up your Reiki sessions Amanda because I know for like I said most of the Reiki sessions I had I I lie down and then it's just like an energy healing but not only were you performing an energy healing this was this was virtual as well Boots this wasn't me being with Amanda this was a virtual experience so not only did I experience energy healing but there was also messages that you were able to channel through from from like my past lives and and my spirit guides and yeah how mm. how, how do you set that up um how is that something how how do you perform your your Reiki sessions yeah well I um well for you Abby yours was a bit special because I actually channeled your meditation first okay but I, I always send through a meditation a guided meditation that's recorded by me yeah and um so you listen to that um which is normally about 20 minutes and then um from there I so while you're meditating I have a photo of you on my bed and I have all the chakras lined up and um, I channel universal light energy. I channel with um, the help and support from my guides and my ancestors, um, sometimes archangels, just depending on what needs to come through at the time. Um, and I, I call, well, I call in your guides or ancestors that are here for your best and highest good to help with the healing. And, um, I use my hands on the bed. So with, with distance Reiki, um, a lot of people aren't sure about it because they're confused. Like, you know, we're using the logical brain again. Yeah. yeah. And I've got to be on the bed last year, last year. And I was like, what do you mean you can do energy through a <laughs> through a laptop? That makes no sense. And now I understand yeah. that energy is all around. It's, it, it doesn't. It's all around us. It doesn't need. Yeah. It doesn't. It isn't controlled by like time or space or anything, is it? It's. it's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you don't. It's yeah. It's time and space doesn't exist with energy. So, and it's all about intention and prayer and. Um, I, I, I imagine you lying on the bed and I'm, I'm, I've got my hands hovering over your chakras and over your body and um, I use my pendulum, you know, to, when I'm channeling as well. Um, I get messages, so I get visions that are coming through. I get um, uh, sometimes words that come through and I pick up on past lives. So, like, I can't remember with you exactly because like I have seen a lot of people since then but um I have like visions of I think with you I noticed that you were dancing that's right that you were dancing yeah, yeah yeah I was I was yeah 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 so you had like you were like kicking up sand and your feet I just I saw your feet on the ground and I thought oh my god she's a she's a dancer um like an embodiment type dancer um but you were in this past life um it was a really long time ago and I try not to put logic to it. I just um, just receive and then I um, there's a lot of messages that do come through a lot of the time. So I write notes um, and then I, yeah, it's, so, yeah, I then um, 
do some oracle readings as well. I do a few tarot cards, a few oracle readings. I ask if there's any messages that need to come through from your guide. Um, and then, yeah, it's all recorded in a voice recording, yeah. very detailed. And yeah. then I send it through along with a video, a time-lapse video of me actually working so you can see what I'm doing um, as I'm working. Yeah, because I dance in my room, I'm drumming, I've got yeah, feathers and I'm, yeah, I'm doing all wild stuff. So, Oh, my gosh. And I love the fact that you do record it because I, I'm able to then, I always think that when we listen to something once, we pick up the things that we're ready to hear. And then when we, when we listen to something again, we again go back and pick up the things that we're ready to hear. And I think that's why it's so beautiful to have it on recording because I can go and listen to it even again today and probably pick up on things that I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even recognize that. I didn't even hear that, you know? Yeah. Do you know, it's really interesting, Amanda, um, that when I, I love dancing, I love it. Like it really lights me up. It lights me up so much. And I used to dance when I was younger and then I just stopped for a long time. And then I've been going to like a static dance over here in Bali and it just lights me up inside. I just have this connection to it. So it's so interesting that you you had a vision of me in a past life dancing because yeah. it just, it makes so much sense. It's almost like I had this, I have this knowing because do we bring knowing from past lives into this experience and like can we pick up um skills or can we so what I think I'm trying to say is can we connect with things in this lifetime and and feel like they're just easier and almost have this knowing because of Mm. a past life so for me for dancing even though I've not done it for for so long like I'll put music on and I just I love it and I just connect with it and it feels so easy. It feels so flowy. And sometimes I don't understand why some people feel like they can't dance because they get very much in their mind and they're like, oh my God, no, mm. I can't move my body. But for me, it just seems to come really naturally and I love it so much. Do we bring that yeah. life? Absolutely, you do. Wow. Yeah. So your your wow. soul remembers. Your soul remembers. You can't remember with your logical brain and you were like trying to put it all together, but yeah, that's why, like, for you, dancing is, like, almost meditative because you're you're just kind of, you're remembering. You're, you're kind of um, going to a different, do you go into a different world almost oh, when you are yeah. dancing? And, you know, it's so funny. Yeah. My mum and dad always say, they're like, oh, we love watching you dance because they, they can tell it really lights me up. And I don't even think, yeah. like, I've never told you before that, like, I used no. to, you know, when I was younger, I've never told you that. So that's yeah. so interesting yeah my mum and dad always say oh it just like we can tell you light up when you dance we love seeing you dance stop stop all that crossfit abs just get dancing again because it really like yeah um so I find that so so interesting so fascinating yeah well maybe you might do that in the future with your women's circles or something who knows embodiment practices and yeah And yeah. I know we've gone on a little bit of a diverse there, but I'd love to jump mm. back to the limiting beliefs from past lives because, you know, a lot of what I teach is um, limiting beliefs in this t- lifetime, how we overcome them, which is so important. And I'm so curious, mm. you know, at the stage in the journey that I'm on, I'm so curious to understand the limiting beliefs that we can hold from past lives. Are you, are you yeah. able to jump into that and explore that? um yeah well it's um it's very it's similar to what I was saying with the karmic lessons and soul contracts as well so um when we're in like you know now that we're incarnated here we're still 
we've still got lessons that we need to learn. Mm. Um, so the limiting beliefs does come through sometimes. Um, so yeah, with a Reiki session as well, like what I do sometimes is if it's really strong and if I feel like it's still there, um, I will, I will help cut cords, ties and binds holding any limiting beliefs or any entities that are attached to you. And, um, I'll, I'll literally cut all of those away. Sometimes I might just um, do it with my energy and sometimes I'll actually grab a cord and scissors and as a spiritual practice, this is just something that I've made up myself, yeah. I'll actually cut it um, when I've, I'm saying a passage um, and I just find that, yeah, when people leave, they're just lighter, like they've got this freedom because I don't know about you but for me my main purpose in life is to feel free and content. Free, yeah. happiness, content, amen. Yes. That. Isn't that just, yeah. The, yeah, the main mission in life, the main purpose? Like, for sure. Oh, I feel you, girl. Feel you, girl. Yeah. Freedom and contentment. <laughs> and if you're not feeling that right now, Boots listening, like, no, it's okay. It's a journey, but know that you have the power to change that. You literally yes. have the power to train that. You're not, you're not, you control your own life, you know? You have choices. You, you can. Yeah freedom yeah definitely and I think when we get out of our head and meditating is a really amazing practice to do because we, we we've got to slow down our minds we're we're so um distracted all the time you know we're always looking for we're looking at our phones like I've listened to your podcast before about our phones and how we're constantly distracting ourselves um but we need to slow down and um and just, yeah, the trusting and surrendering um, yeah. and just know that if there's something that you really want to do and you feel it in your body, you feel like your soul is saying that I don't, I don't belong here, I know there's something more, just let go and trust. trust. Yeah. That's beautiful. Just trust yeah. that inner knowing, that inner guidance system that is there for a reason. It's trying to guide you. And oh my gosh. Yeah. But you've got to listen to the messages. You've got to slow down enough to hear the messages. You might hear it or you might feel it, or there might, yeah, you might have a vision. And you just got to slow down. Slow down enough in order to hear the messages. That is yeah. because if you're constantly doing, if you're constantly busy, if you're constantly consuming, whether it's on social media, whether it's podcasts, whether it's being busy at work, then we don't have or create the space in order to hear, do we? Yeah, and then it's that's all right. Trusting. And, um, and the suppression as well, because you touched in your story at the start about suppressing with alcohol and drugs and and I think mm. that can be quite triggering, triggering for people because they're like, I don't mm. use alcohol to, I don't use alcohol to suppress. I use alcohol yeah. all the time. I know, like, I'll own that. I like massive party. You know, mm. I, I did seasons in Ibiza and back in Melbourne would drink a lot on the weekends and and and, and that's no no um, judgments at all it, it, for those yeah. who do that. You know, um, because it's all perfect we're all on this journey and it's it's what you feel is right in the moment for your life yeah um but Absolutely. I know me, looking back a hundred percent I was using alcohol to just suppress and to to hide mm. away this is you talked about when you feel like you're 
disconnecting from the vibration that you're on because you're going into a new higher frequency it can be terrifying it can be scary can't it and that's why we just suppress and use alcohol to suppress yes oh my gosh it's it's very lonely it's a very lonely um road when you break away from you know systems and um the norm it can be very lonely um but it's it's like there is a drive within inside of you when you know and when you've got that feeling inside there is something inside of you and and in the um you know spiritual realms as well that's guiding you yeah to take you there yeah 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 and Mm. and it's just that recognizing why am I doing this? Why am I drinking all this mm. alcohol? Why am I addicted to my social media? Why why am I just constantly distracting myself or constantly going out and getting absolutely wasted? What am I trying to distract myself from? What am I trying yeah. to do? What am I trying to suppress? It's yeah. Yeah. Asking the questions is really important. And I guess just even having an awareness of it yeah. is really amazing. Like if you can have an awareness that you're doing something that's um, you know, kind of abusing, if you're abusing yourself, like with alcohol or whatever, and you've got that awareness, but you haven't stopped yet, but at least you've got that awareness. That's amazing. I feel yeah. like that's the first step, isn't it? That is so true. And that's, that's why um, it's so important not to judge yourself or feel shameful for where you're at in mm. your journey. Cause I know that that came up for me personally, looking back, I was like, why did I just do that all the time? Why did I? But it's the, it, that was perfect. It was part of my journey. If, if I hadn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. So much gratitude for those dark days, actually. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, true. Mm. Yeah. Why is this happening for you as opposed to being in that victim mentality of what is this? What is, what is, why is this happening? Yeah. To this is every single thing in life is happening for us, Boots. It's, it's to continue us, us on this journey and it's just exciting. And it can be dark mm. and it can be scary and terrifying and you don't want to let mm. go of the mask that you're peeling down. But yeah, and that's yeah. why I just it can be uncomfortable. Amanda, and, I'm, and I just, what comes to mind is pure bravery. Like from what I said at the start, it's you're so brave. For, for continuing and stepping into this power even more and more, even when you had to, you know, let go of the things that were no longer serving you, the people that were no longer serving you and, and go mm. a completely different place in Australia because you had this knowing, this deep knowing that that was part of your path and journey. And that's, that's yeah. so good. So oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I've never... I've never really been scared of getting hurt, which I think helps a lot. Like some people are so petrified of being hurt. And um, I guess like, for example, with my journey, it's been, it's gone, I've gone through darkness in order to have an awakening, but that's why I've never really been scared of getting hurt. But some people have awakenings that are just very gradual and it's not dark, um, which is beautiful as well. But um. Yeah, it's it's everyone's awakening is very different. Yeah. Um. Whilst you just mentioned that, um, I know we were I mentioned we were giggling at the start because I said to you, could you know, could you maybe share what do you define as an awakening? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, that is just so society society and me trying to put a definition. And I know it's so different. Yeah. <laughs> um. But how would you explain what an awakening is? 
Oh, so I guess the first thing with an awakening is awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, You start to question things, everything. Um, You start to become more conscious of how you're living your life. Um, Yeah, so like I was saying, not every awakening is dark, but a lot of people do hit rock bottom and then they go through this. It's You know what? It's very hard to explain, Abby, an awakening um, because it's a feeling that, it's a feeling that you can't really describe unless you've gone through it. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And that's why I, I've thrown a really hard question at you because when I come yeah. to, to try to explain what an awakening is, I'm like, um, um, because it's just, yeah. it is. I think that's really, I think that's um, an amazing start. It's, it's this awareness. It's this like, oh, why do I keep having this feeling? Or why do I keep recognizing yeah. that or noticing these things, noticing these like signs or why why am I questioning and and not just maybe conforming to the to the to the things I've always known? Why have I got this? Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah, to you explain. do. Is it, it is, it is so hard to explain. Like a lot of my clients, it's very interesting actually. So this is why I've decided to do the spiritual coaching as well, because they've a lot of my clients have come here, they've had their Reiki, they've had their chakra alignment they've got their kundalini energy flowing and they're all in you know they're all good they've got entities that have been shifted and they're they're back to um feeling really good and then they um or they might have you know ascension symptoms or you know something like that but they do message me a lot after and they're like amanda what is this what what how do i learn more about that what's going on here and i find that um a lot of them have like awakenings after their session yeah. and yeah. I need to guide them. I need to nurture them yeah. um, because like I was saying before, it can be very lonely because it is very hard to explain to someone that's in a 3D yeah. dimension and, um, you know, your family and friends might not be open to any of this. And if you're experiencing this feeling, it's really hard to, to know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> on call. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. It'll just uh, it'll it's it it came through. But it's fine. Um, yeah. I um um yeah, I love that so much because um I think your environment has a massive impact, and if you're feeling alone during an awakening, it can be mm. even scarier because you feel like you've got no one to speak to. And yeah. then if you've got no one to speak to, you try to understand it on your, like on your own. Mm. And yeah, then you end up, if you do try to speak to family who don't really understand or haven't been through awakening themselves, they can then actually shut you down and make you feel silly. And then if they make yeah. you feel silly, then you kind of go, you kind of go back into your shell again and get, and, and like, oh, I, it is just, it is just me being silly. It's not real. And then you start creating yeah. again that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a cycle, isn't it? And yeah. um, like, I swear, my dad thought that I joined a cult when I did my Reiki yeah. <laughs> and my bars. He thought that, oh, you know, because it's very outside of what we would normally do, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so a lot of my family um, thought that oh, 
like they didn't actually say it, but I know that they're feeling it, that they thought that I was going crazy Yes, because I did. I was like, are you not seeing what I'm seeing? Like, how are you not seeing this? And they're like, they're thinking, oh, Amanda's lost it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But um, in reality, I actually didn't. Um, I, I wasn't mentally unstable. I just had a awakening. Yeah. Which is what um, a lot of souls, a lot of humans are doing right now on the planet. They're going through an awakening and it can feel like you're losing your mind, mm-hmm. but it's, it's totally normal. And it's, we've just got to um, keep that, that, um, you know, that safe space of nurturing yeah. and providing the um, support after someone's had an awakening. Yeah. And, and also knowing that, everyone's on their own path and journey as well and sometimes family aren't ready to have their awakening just yet because it yes be like why do you not understand and see what I'm seeing or why do you not understand yeah and it can be it can be so hard but then it's just this knowing that not everyone is on that path or journey yet and just trusting that yeah yes definitely at the beginning of my awakening I was like really confused and kind of um angry I was like why aren't they seeing but then um, you're right. So everyone's on diff- different paths as well. And, um, you know, they, they don't, everyone has an awakening at different times. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just the, yeah, the fam- my family, um, they were very triggered by my awakening because they were reflecting at themselves and it made them feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Like they were, I was kind of, when my light was shining, and I've started doing the work, um, they, it makes people feel a little uncomfortable sometimes. Like, oh, if she's doing that, then what am I doing? And then they start to question things and it makes them feel a bit yucky yeah. and then they shove it back down again. Oh, it's just too uncomfortable. Yeah. But, yeah, it's triggering for a lot of people too. Yeah, I get that. But always mm. the, our world is our mirror, right? So any, anything that trigger, trigger or, triggers us, we should always look back on ourselves and be like, no, it's not the person that's triggering me. It's me. Like, what is it inside of me? That what is this trying to reflect on me that I need to to look at? Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, Amanda, there's so much goodness in this podcast episode. I'm just so excited to get this out for the beauts to listen in. <sighs> I think this is just. I would really love to. Um, before we finish up, and um, talk about the difference between Reiki and bars of access consciousness because I know myself. I've had a Reiki session with you. I've had Reiki sessions with other people as well. I have never heard of until I met you bars of access consciousness before would would you could you explore that for us what 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 is the difference yeah. what is it what is bars of access conscious, consciousness yeah so um bars access consciousness so the bars is um it's a quantum physics type healing and it's um the 32 points on the head where we store all of our um our beliefs our belief system our programming our conditioning and the bars, when I, when I do run a bars session, it's just lightly touching those points and releasing those um, thoughts that aren't yours, any, that, that aren't yours, that you've programmed to think that they are yours. And it's just like setting a reset button on your computer. So it's just slowing down the mind and just it's a full relaxation. It's, it's a really beautiful treatment. Um, it's very gentle and it's basically... It's basically energy work, um, but it's it's um, different because yeah, it's kind of 
just releasing all of those, um, yeah, the programming and all of that. I've actually got a video on my website. Yeah, it's on my website, which is in the link in my bio on my Instagram. It's a, a neuroscientist talking about the effects of before and after bars, wow. after someone's had their bars run. And it was um, an ECG, um, so you can actually see the difference. And it's it's pretty powerful. Um, and it's great for, for, for children as well. Um, wow. For Yeah, so it's, it's a really beautiful thing that I offer by itself or sometimes I do it with, well, a lot of the time now I do it with Reiki. So I do the bars first mm-hmm. and then I run the Reiki after. Um, and with bars as well, it comes with, so the access consciousness part is all the tools that come with it. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, clearing entities and, um, like different um, clearing statements and things like that that come with it as well. So, yeah. Wow, powerful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Amanda, I am just so excited to get this podcast episode out for the beach because there's so much goodness on here. And I am just so grateful that you have come on and shared so much of your wisdom. I feel like there's so much... <laughs> so much more for you to share because you just have so much wisdom and so much so much to share and um oh thank you yeah, thank you so much for, for coming on and and giving up part of your day to come on magic from within um and thank you for what you're doing girl like seriously I'd oh, love thank you <laughs> now like where can the buttes find you what are your offerings I know we've touched on them through the podcast episode and I think yeah, what, what you're doing and the guidance that you, you're providing is so needed right now, especially for anyone yeah. listening who's going through an awakening and is feeling a bit lost and confused. Where can yeah. they find you and what, what offerings do you have at the minute? Yeah, so I offer um, the, the bars and Reiki, um, oracle and tarot readings. And um, I do the full moon circles, sister circles and um we do but at the moment we're in lockdown oh, oh actually we just come out of lockdown so I might be able to get those back and running again <laughs> who knows when you'll be going back in it again like oh. yeah I know yeah so, um, yeah we run those and they're, they're they're amazing because um it just you know connects so many like-minded people as a community it's it's a beautiful thing um and I'm now offering the spiritual connection coaching service which is um six weeks and it includes the three Reiki sessions and it includes um, information on how you can um, learn the tarot, learn how to read oracle cards, um, learn about past lives and just trusting your intuition and finding your psychic abilities. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all of that's on, it's, I mostly use Instagram. So it's on um, the link tree in my bio, my website's on there. So you can check that out. Um, I'm on Facebook, but not not much these days. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put all of these links in the bio for the podcast episode. Oh, thank so you. To be able to link in. And oh, gosh. Thank you so much, Amanda. I'm so grateful. Oh, thank you. Know. I just, well, it's the universe. We were connected for a reason. We were meant to connect two years ago and yeah definitely yeah I'm so grateful that we connected through new skin and look at you now look at 
look at where we've come like in two years how much we've both transformed yeah yeah and that's what I love about our relationship Amanda we really lift each other up and I just I think it's beautiful yeah yeah beautiful grateful for you yeah I'll wait to get this oh. episode what you're doing what you're sharing your message is just incredible I love you so much oh thank you I love you too thank you so much yeah. <laughs>